What's up, everyone? Thanks again for checking out the Ignite Church Answers podcast. Again, this is a podcast for deeper discussions that go beyond a Sunday morning sermon. My guest for this episode is John Trombley. Uh, Welcoming back John, one of our elders at Ignite Church. Welcome. My pleasure to be here. Awesome. Again, my name is Craig Cusick. I'm going to be helping you know guide all these conversations through each of our episodes. And today's episode, or this month's, whatever you know episode you're listening to, um, we're going to be focusing on the topic of anger, specifically the difference between godly and ungodly anger. Um, and John has done his prep work, and he's going to be a very uh, a wise uh, words of, you know words of wisdom here from John tonight for sure um, on this topic. So I'm really excited to dive into it. Um, but first, John, we've got a couple icebreakers like I normally do on each episode. <laughs> so um, I'm going to hit those, um, hit you with those here right now. Um, which decade since you've been born have you loved the most? So 60s, 70s, oh, 80s. Oh, man. That's, that's maybe the not 2020s even, even so far. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Maybe too many Let decades. Think. To <laughs> you know, I, I was born in the 50s and, and okay. I, you know, uh, it was okay. 60s were crazy. <laughs> uh, 70s, you know, I, that's that's when I started learning how to to navigate life. Um, but my favorite, man, each each decade has so many high points. Yeah. Um, so it's not even a fair question. No, it's not. Okay. Let me. So let me do it this way. Uh, let, let, from the standpoint of music, okay, <laughs> uh, I, I like 60s, 70s, and some 80s classic rock kind okay, of stuff. Okay, sure. Uh, but um, yeah, as far as personal life kinds of things concerned, yeah, that's just a tough one to nail down. It's, uh-huh, there's right. so many, so many great experiences and failures in each yeah. one of those along the way. Um, so I, I just I can't I can't answer it better <laughs> okay. than that. Well, how about this? Which of those decades did you uh, become a follower of Jesus? Oh yeah, uh, my wife and I got saved forty years ago this 40 summer. Went Nine, wrong. Yeah, nineteen eighty three. Um, yeah, so, so go that'd be in the eighties. There was, you go. <laughs> that would be yeah. All Good right. music then too. Yeah, um, for sure, definitely. <laughs> uh, one more for you here. If okay. you had to delete all but three apps from your smartphone, which apps would you keep? Which ones would I keep? Oh, gee. You know, it helps if I actually take a look at all the apps that I have. Because, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, it's amazing to me how many of these things you never use. I would keep text. Um, there it is. Somebody just sent the yeah, prayer request on the, ding. on the <laughs> ding there. Um, I would keep Telegram. And I would definitely keep my uh, my photo app. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then hope that somehow I could look at the pictures later. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that one, I was thinking about that one too. And that is like really tough because it's like, well, I want text and I want the phone app, you know, yeah, calling. Yeah. So that's already two. What's my third one? You know, is it is it photos? Is it yeah. the Bible app? Is it, you know, it's hard to, yeah. hard to you know, my Google Drive app because sure. that's where I got everything. You know, yes. It, again, that's one of those tough questions yeah. because you're limiting to three, my gosh. Yeah. You know, I remember uh, you, you mentioned the Bible app and uh, people kind of forget these days that, uh, you know, if you get a Bible that you hold in your hand with paper and stuff, yeah, right, you know, if you drop it, it doesn't crack the screen. Yeah, that's a good yeah, point. You don't have to plug it in, <laughs> so it never right. loses power. Maybe that power. app can go then, and, yeah, I'll, and so I'll go back to exactly, the olden days of paper and a bound book. <laughs> oh, too funny. Um, all right, so um, 
Let's dive into our um, the it. main topic of our okay. discussion here again, which is um, on the topic of uh, anger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, first question here to start us off, I wanted to, you know, kind of keep it simple and get us a good groundwork um, for what we're talking about. What to you is the difference between godly and ungodly anger? Yeah, um, I think godly anger is anger that you would experience or have as a result of of seeing, experiencing, observing sin, okay, and seeing the destruction of sin and being angry with that. Ungodly anger is more uh, self-focused, I think, um, definitely emotion-based and um, and uh, often leads to sin. Uh, so I, I think that that's a 30,000-foot view from here. Yeah. On the, on the difference. Okay. So just really basic. It's the godly anger is, is just like the observance of, of sin and being angry being with not happy the sin. With it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, ungodly anger is the result. Yeah. yeah that is sinful. <laughs> right. Okay. Sure. Uh, so, you know, what is an example of godly anger and, and also on the other end of it, what's an example of maybe ungodly anger? Mm-hmm. We've kind of tried to define them from a big level, but kind of looking more yeah. at a, exa- like more tangible examples sure. of each. You know, the, the first thing that pops up in my mind is how Jesus exampled godly anger. You know, uh, that day he walked into the temple and he started taking names and turning tables. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, that was in Mark uh, chapter 11, verses 15 through 17. Uh, we, we see how he was righteously angry with the sin that he saw there uh, by the money changers, the, the folks who were selling the, the doves, whatever, those, those folks who were, had turned the temple into a marketplace. In and of itself, there's nothing wrong with selling goods, selling product, what have you. But these guys, it, it, as much as anything, is where they were doing it, yeah. and they were desecrating, desecrating the temple. And and so that was as I was looking at that. To me, that was a, a good example of godly anger. God was angry with uh, with the behavior that was in fact in violation of of God's intent for the temple and um, you know it says here in in verse 17 of that uh, that scripture mark 17 mm-hmm. uh, 11 17 rather he said is it not written my house shall be called the house of prayer for all the nations but you have made it a den of robbers and uh, and I, I think that was the issue they had desecrated the house of God and uh, so when you and I see or experience uh, destructive behavior, uh, injustices, um, we, we find ourselves, there's something that rises up in us. We know it's not right. Mm-hmm. We know that it, it demands a response, and, uh, so, and, and it, it certainly does. And we also have to remember to, in our anger, not sin. Our righteous anger, our our godly yeah. anger, I can I, I believe, if our heart isn't right, it can lead us to ungodly behavior. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's the the tricky kind of conundrum. You know, there, yeah, yeah. The, the line to walk right is yeah. when you know it's it's your godly anger bringing out this emotion in you. But how do you 
keep it mm-hmm. godly mm-hmm. and still be angry. That's that's kind of one of the reasons this question has popped up into my mind, and I wanted to make it a, a topic. Yeah. Uh, for this podcast was that it, it's you know it's really you know widely advertised of you know being joyful mindset and trying to stay positive in your faith and you know all these talks of glass half full and try to be positive and and all these things but then you know there's these times where you know it's it's you can't be <laughs> like, yeah. you can't be happy about about some things going on sure. in the world and and is it your place to be angry in, on behalf of God and you know there's it's like this it's tricky situation like you mentioned it um and so that's why I, that's why I'm glad to be talking about it. But um, so kind of, you know, mentioning, you know, being angry on behalf of God. Um, one of the questions that came up in my mind here was, you know, does God get angry? Which, you know, is you know, probably if you've if you've read any part of the Bible, there, there is, uh, you know, <laughs> probably a, a quick a little, short, yeah, <laughs> short a answer of yes. yes. Um, and, um, you know, what does God yeah. you know, get angry about? Yeah. Not just about the specific stories in sure. scripture or anything, but just kind of yeah. in today. In general. You know, you're watching over the world, you know, what are things he's getting yeah. Yeah. angry about? Um, well, you know... Uh, let me just kind of give you the little preamble. Since the 1st of January this year, my wife and I have been reading the Bible chronologically. Okay. Okay. And we're just now, here today is October 17th. Uh, I think tomorrow is when we actually start getting to read New Testament. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Wow, yeah. It's been the whole Old Testament to yeah. this point. Um, Which kind of makes sense, right? It's about 75%. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what, what's interesting, I mean, we have talked about this <laughs> between the two of us so many times. Yeah. We, we just, you know, we, we got to almost knock our head against the wall. Do you believe it? These guys did this again, again. Israel did this again. Yeah. But God, in his mercy and grace, he warns them. Hey, I'm going to spank you. You do this, mm-hmm. and I'm telling you, don't go there. Don't I said, don't go there. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you plenty of warning. I'm going to spank you, but I am going to restore you. Mm-hmm. And how many times? Okay, that's the John Trombley paraphrase of the right. Old Testament. Uh, but how many times he's done that time and time again? Yeah. I suppose so, reading it chronologically like that, you finally get kind of the full picture oh, gee, of like yeah. just how repetitive. This oh yes. Oh man. Pattern. It's like you go. When are they going to learn? Yeah. And then then we. Oh wait a second. <laughs> Uh, that's just like us. Right, exactly. Uh, you know, we're no better than mm-hmm. those folks. But you asked the question, you know, today, what would God be angry about? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think Ecclesiastes said it well. It said, there's nothing new under the sun, you know. The names and the faces may have changed. The circumstances may have changed. But there's nothing new. Sin is sin. Okay, mm-hmm. disobedience is disobedience. Um, so, yeah, and injustice is injustice. So, I think God is just as angry with those sins today as He was at the very beginning. Yeah, and and what we're talking about here is again sin, cosmic rebellion against the loving God. And uh, when he shows us again and again, I have given you options. I've paid the price. You don't have to live that way. I'm calling you to a better life. But we choose to have our own whopper our way, Mm -hmm. which might be a 1980s Burger King. (laughs) I'm not sure. But, uh, you know, 
I think, I think, you know, I think those things frustrate God and anger Him, and His His anger is righteous. His His anger is just. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, again, nothing new. Now we look at our we look at around the world. We go, well, wow. But what about human trafficking? Isn't that kind of, you know? My wife and I went and saw the movie Sound of Freedom. Human trafficking has been part of the human experience, sinful experience, since the earliest time, days yeah. of biblical history. Nothing new. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from from that to graft and corruption and greed and well, you name it, you know, um, these things have not changed. Mm-hmm. And sadly, we haven't learned. And we keep having, every generation has to learn the same lessons over and over again. It's like, uh, when are we going to get it? Yeah, Hist- well, History has side, a knack for repeating itself, right? Yeah, rather rapidly and yeah. frequently, uh, mm-hmm. I'm afraid, yeah. Sure. Um, so kind of speaking on this anger about it being, some some anger being righteous and, and just, you know, mm-hmm. is it okay for us to be angry about certain things, on, you know, like I said, kind of on behalf of God, but, you know, it, from God's perspective, is he pleased with us if we are angry about certain things or is he saying or does he think you know that that's my place to be angry just kind of don't worry about it i've got it that kind of thing or and and, you know if so what are some again examples of things god allows us or wants us to be angry about yeah Okay, so that was a that was a long question. Yeah, about right. I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so is he pleased down. when we're angry? Yeah. Um, I had never thought about it that way, um, but I, you know, when we ask God to give us His heart, when we say, "Lord, cause us to want the things that You want, to love the things that You love, to hate the things that You hate." When we ask him to give us his heart, to see the world through his eyes, um, you know, to say that God is pleased with anger, I don't know that he's pleased with it, yeah, but a, I think he'd be, I, I don't think he would be happy if if those sinful things didn't anger us in a righteous way. Mm-hmm, sure. I, because you'd have to ask the question, well, where is your heart? Are you with me or not? Yeah. You know? Um that's just me sitting here flat-footed shooting from the hip. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I do believe that uh, it's, it's okay to be angry about those things. We, I mean, you, you, you know, I brought up the, the Sound of Freedom, that movie. Um, you know, I, I, I'll be honest with you. Um, I don't know if that would have been the movie I would have chosen to go to, but I'm glad I went to it. Sure. Um, it turned out that there was a lot of drama and and some uh, action. <laughs> yeah. You know, but you know, I I, I knew that I was going to be feeling some things in that movie mm-hmm. that make me uncomfortable. I you know make me sad, make me angry even. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I don't know about everybody, but sometimes I don't like that feeling of that strong emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, unless maybe it's my idea. <laughs> you know? But, uh, you know, certainly human trafficking and the violation of those children, um, you know, it's been going on for millennia. Um, I think about, you know, here on the, you know, just 10 days ago, uh, the Hamas, 
comes roaring across the border and starts murdering women, children, and, and people in their homes. Um, and they're, all the time, they're, they're shouting praises to their, uh, their God. And, uh, you know, so you look at that and you go, that is not right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's demonic. Yeah. And, you know, first of all, we're shocked. Mm-hmm. You know, when we see that, we hear, and, and we feel the heaviness of that. And then there's this righteous anger that kind of comes up and you go, you know what? This needs to be dealt with. There needs to be, there needs to be a God answer to this sin mm-hmm. right here. And, uh, and, you know, so whenever we have those experiences, you know, where we find ourselves getting righteously angry about something, I think we have to be cautious um, so that it doesn't trip us up to doing something just as destructive or evil. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I think about the guy I just saw the, the deal with this 71-year-old uh, landlord stabbed this woman and, well, the six-year-old Muslim-American, uh, well, he's Arab-American or something, but he's Muslim at any rate, stabbed this little boy to death simply because he's Muslim. He, you know, knocked on the door. She answered the door, and, and he jumps in there, starts pounding on her, stabbed her several times, stabs this child twenty times. Yeah. That's that's evil. Yeah, that's you know, he may have been, you know, angry about what was happening over in Israel, but that doesn't give us right to do wrong. Right. So I, I, I think, obviously, I, I would suspect that he's not a believer. But uh, you know, but even as believers, we can be duped into thinking, or that our bad behavior can be justified. So I think when we experience those things, when we see those things, we know that they are counter to God's design and His will. I think what we need to do is pray and ask God, you know, to intervene in those situations, to take that righteous anger and put it back on the, at the foot of the cross. Mm-hmm. Say, God, do something about this. You know, Lord, you, you see it. You, you, you know what's going on there. We just pray that your hand would move against this evil and pray, okay, Lord, what would you have me to do? You right. know, is, is my job to go someplace and maybe get involved in, in some, maybe an organization that, that deals with human trafficking? Or is my job to go, uh, you know, financially support an, uh, an organization that's working in an area where we see uh, an injustice or, mm-hmm. or something? I mean, we need to ask God what our part is. Yeah. But I think it has to start with prayer. Yeah, we have to be in communion with the Lord. Yeah, I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought it back to to prayer. That's a really good, um, important reminder to to all of us, right? Is you know, in the midst of anything, you know, going on in our lives, whatever emotions we're feeling, um, to always bring mm-hmm. it back to mm-hmm. to that and asking God what um, what our place is in that. Um, so, a question that kind of popped into my mind just kind of tonight as we've been talking is how I've been noticing how maybe my anger since I've become a believer has maybe transformed a little bit into mm. um, more sadness or grief, mm-hmm. especially in circumstances or you hear about things that are definitely out of my control. There's nothing I could do about the attacks on, on Israel from, you know, from a large, you know, a large impact for just me over sure. here in Moorhead, Minnesota. But, um, 
you know, just like hearing things like that or human trafficking or, mm. you know, greed of, you know, some Fortune 500 CEO yeah. stealing from the company or whatever, you know, that, that those sure, things, you know, make you, make you sad. Yes. Um, and so where, where the line between anger and sadness maybe is, is just, this is, again, I'm shooting from the hip too here, but uh, <laughs> where uh, I'm thinking about yeah. tonight, wh- and where is that? line drawn and I think that's different for each person I you know but I think there is a sadness Mm -hmm. that that comes with that because you know you know what is right or what is wrong and you see people making bad choices and you see the destruction of it and that does sadness Mm -hmm. and and so I appreciate you bringing that up because I think those two things do go hand in hand right um, when we're talking about godly anger, especially, and I tend to maybe feel more angry about circumstances where I can have a direct impact on maybe mm. the situation, but maybe more sadness on larger, you know, world issues that I maybe can't have a direct impact on. Yeah, that makes that's sense. interesting. <laughs> sure. no, I, I understand you. I, again, yeah, I appreciate uh, I appreciate that view. I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. You know, uh, so I think that's that's worthy of, of contemplation. Say, so, okay, in our grief, even though, yeah, same thing. What what do we do with that grief? Do we turn it into something positive? Do we do we use that grief to impact the world in a positive way? Right. And again, Lord, show us the way. Yeah. We need more than anything today. I think, Craig, we need wisdom. And we need discernment. And, you know, I've, I've been praying for that for, for myself uh, for a long time. And, um, you know, fortunately, God isn't stingy about those things. Mm, right. But wisdom and discernment, I never would have thought 20 years ago that that would be as important as it is today, to have wisdom and discernment. And when God gives you wisdom, godly wisdom, and you're able to discern the spirits and 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 understand. And, and you know, I've got a long way to go. I'm not a. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't perfected any of this, obviously. But by the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, He opens our eyes to these things. Yeah. Um, you know, that motivates us to do something. Yeah. And to, so we don't feel like, oh my gosh, there's nothing I can do about this. Uh, these things are happening all around me. I have no impact. No, not true. God is going to, he will empower us. Yeah. And he does empower us. Mm-hmm. He expects us to get out of our corner and go do something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, f- and that's different for each person. Yeah. So, uh, again, back to finding out what is God's plan is for us. Yeah, right. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I like that about you know, getting out of your corner and doing something and, and keeping God at the center of, Absolutely. of everything that we're doing. You know, when you're feeling, you know, grief and I'm thinking about grief and anger going hand in hand in a really common spot is, you know, losing a family member mm. maybe. And um, maybe it's a long battle of a sickness sure. that they had to deal with. And, and you've got a lot of you know, anger about that bottling up inside you and, and, and a lot of grief too that mm. comes with mm. it. And it's, it's always trying to remember to keep God at the center of all of those yeah. moments and and figuring out how you can you know do something like you said positively yeah. um through through all of that which um you know is definitely a challenge for a lot of people for sure but 
um, but a good reminder to keep uh, with us. Um, and I think that you said it well, kind of you know, a couple minutes ago about um, you know we we see something that angers us, but that doesn't give us the right to do something wrong about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a you know a good place to maybe stop for this for this episode. But I thought that was you know really well said and really well put, like a really good summary of of <laughs> of uh, of this topic is you know being careful not to let our anger give us the right to do something wrong. Yeah. So, well, I it's that I, was really well no, said. I, thank you. I, yeah, we'll just give the Holy Spirit the credit for that. Yeah. And, uh, but thank you. I appreciate the opportunity because, yeah, this, we're, we're just only scratching the surface here. Yeah. There's so many things you could talk about uh, along this line. But at the end of the day, all of us need to pray, hear God's voice, and obey. Yeah. That's it. PHO, like you That's mentioned on the last time you were on. Yeah. Pho, right? <laughs> PHO. Yeah. Four or five, whatever yeah. it was. <laughs> Pray, here and obey. Yes. Love it. Uh, well, thanks again, John, and thank you, the listeners, for um, listening to our uh, topic today on anger. Hope you um, you know took some wisdom out of this conversation. Um, and just remember to keep listening each month as we dive deeper into topics that go beyond a Sunday morning. Uh, again, my name is Craig Cusick, and John, like you remember from the last time you were here, we like to say the mission statement of Ignite to encounter God and impact the world. So I'll say the first part and you take us out with the second. Ready? Encounter God. Impact the world.